Ave Maria. Welcome back to No Apologies. Today we're going to begin our discussion of the four divine doctrines of Mary which Catholics profess. The divine maternity, the perpetual virginity, the immaculate conception, and the bodily assumption of Mary into heaven. Today we're going to look just at the divine maternity. By the divine maternity, what we mean is that Mary, because she was the mother of Jesus, who was the Son of God, she is rightly called the mother of God. We're not saying that Mary gave to Jesus his divine nature, but what we're saying is that the second person of the Blessed Trinity, who was a divine person, entered into the womb of Mary and took to himself a human nature. And that person, now having both a human nature and a divine nature, was born of the Blessed Virgin Mary. So from that, you can come up with this simple syllogism. Mary is the mother of Jesus. Jesus is God. Therefore, Mary is the mother of God. Now this is easily defended in sacred scripture if you look in the Gospel of Luke in chapter 1. This is the account of the Annunciation, and in the dialogue of the angel to Mary, you can find affirmed those two premises of our syllogism. The first, that Mary is the mother of Jesus, is found in verse 31. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. And the second, that Jesus is God, is just a little bit further down on verse 35. And the angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. So Mary is the mother of Jesus. Jesus is God. Therefore, Mary is the mother of God. Now we also have St. Elizabeth affirm this in the visitation just a little bit further in that chapter. When Mary visits St. Elizabeth, she's filled with the Holy Spirit at the sound of her greeting, and she proclaims this in verse 42. And she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is this granted me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? We also have this affirmed in the Gospel of Matthew, in chapter 1, when he quotes the prophet Isaiah, and says, Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and his name shall be called Emmanuel, which means God with us. So a virgin is to conceive Emmanuel and give birth to Emmanuel. So the divine nature and the human nature are both present in the one person in the womb of Mary. Now the church fathers also affirmed and proclaimed this belief in the divine maternity. And St. Ignatius of Antioch, in his letter to the Ephesians, which was written about the year 110, writes this, for our God, Jesus Christ, was conceived by Mary in accord with God's plan. And St. Irenaeus of Lyons, who wrote a work called Against Heresies about the year 180, wrote this, The Virgin Mary, being obedient to his word, received from an angel the glad tidings that she would bear God. So the fathers of the church certainly recognized this privilege of Our Lady. Now it might be surprising to some that besides these men of the early church, also, the three Protestant reformers professed and believed uh, this belief about Mary being the mother of God, Martin Luther, John Calvin, and Ulrich Zwingli. We'll just quote from two today. Martin Luther, in his works of Luther, wrote this. In this work, whereby she was made the mother of God, so many and such good things were given her that no one can grasp them. Not only was Mary the mother of him who was born in Bethlehem, but of him who before the world was eternally born of the Father, from a mother in time 
and at the same time man and God. And John Calvin writes this, It cannot be denied that God, in choosing and destining Mary to be the mother of his son, granted her the highest honor. Elizabeth calls her mother of the Lord because the unity of the person in the two natures of Christ was such that she could have said that the mortal man engendered in the womb of Mary was at the same time the eternal God. So the doctrine that Mary is the true mother of God is solidly established on sacred scripture, in history, and in common sense. Thank you for joining me today, and I hope to see you again real soon. Ave Maria.